This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. Every time they win, you owe me a Woo Pig Suey. Woo Pig Suey. Woo Pig Suey. Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. We the North are now we the champions. The Raptors, the 2019 NBA champs. According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpup. They want the wheel round. Jace Kinnaman down the near sideline. Can he track it down? Yes! Jace Kinnaman is a 10! Five touchdown Bullpup! Everything happening in the sports world. Here comes McCready. Oh, he just sucked the gravity right out of the building. What a play by T-Man. And even some things not happening in the sports world. So are you not a fan of, of your athletes on your teams going on The Bachelor or Bachelorette? I don't care. I don't watch it. I don't care. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide, at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson. He's got his Clemson purple on today. He looks like Dabo Sweeney, Mr. Steve Sell. Good afternoon. <laughs> I didn't realize I was looking Clemson-like. I you guess. look very Clemson-like. Not only is this a Clemson purple shirt, you agree that it is yeah, yeah. It is the purple that Clemson uses. It's not really a K-State purple. Yeah. And then it's the orange tiger paw yes it is on your left breast yeah it, it's a uh, it's a it's actually an old shirt it, it was a i played in a golf tournament down in hutchinson for the lisa waldhauer memorial um fundraiser so and that's it's been several years ago but uh, played at prairie dunes okay and i played with mark J- i remember i played with mark jansen in that tournament who was uh, uh you know former broadcaster up at manhattan sure. and he, then he ended up being a sports writer at manhattan i think he's retired now but uh, uh always fun to play at prairie dunes and for a good cause have you ever been to clemson never been to clemson do you know what city clemson is in i have no idea do you know what state clemson south is in? carolina so you, you don't know what city clemson is it is clemson in? south carolina it is in clemson I did, south carolina i didn't know if there was a city or not i wasn't really sure it's very close to augusta georgia Okay. Sort of in that little corner there, if you okay. can imagine that. All right. I think that would be a good place for you to go. You really? Could, you could run down the hill and touch that rock, hang out with Dabo. I'd pull a hammy. You and Trevor Lawrence, I think your hair Trevor... could look as good as his. Well, I don't have near the hair Trevor Lawrence does. Steve, are you excited for this weekend? I'm always excited for the weekend. Now, the question is, are you excited to watch your Indy Pirates in Last Chance U Season 4? I'm not very excited to see that because uh, I know what an embarrassment it's going to be for Independence Junior College, uh, which is my alma mater. Uh, I heard, you know, last year, just just think how bad last year's last chance you was, and they won almost every game. Just think how bad that was. And I think they won two games this I past year. I think they year. won two games this year. They lost a bunch of games late. Jason Brown, of course, has been fired. Uh, he just made his first court appearance for, uh, he's he's uh, being accused of fraud, uh, impersonating <laughs> impersonating an attorney. Uh, they fired him. He tried to get the local newspapers to cease and you know what they call it cease and assist or desist desist yeah De- cease and desist. cease and desist of writing stories about him. And he posed allegedly posed as an attorney. Uh, he's in a you know he's in a mess. Uh, he got fired. 
They've got a new coach. In fact, I saw, I believe it was on Channel 10 last night. Uh, they did a story about the series starting, and they interviewed Kiyoshi Harris, who is the new coach at Independence. I think he was Is the, he the one that lived with Jason Brown? I think he was, and uh, he's, he's basically saying uh, uh, it's not going to be quite like that at Independence. I hope not. You want to know what Jason Brown's first words were in the show? I have no, probably they aren't. You probably can't say I, I can't say them, but it opens up with a couple of videos and people saying, oh, this team's going to be great. And then the first time that you see Jason Brown on camera, he it's a meeting with the players, and he goes, shut up, MFers. I'm just like, jeez. <laughs> well, that's, he yeah. can't stop. Yeah, you know, a bunch of people that I went to school with uh, really were upset when last year's series ran. Uh, I know one of my friends, he's a very prominent you know, very prominent person. You know a lot of prominent I people. I do, and and he wrote a letter to the editor. He wrote a letter to the school board denouncing how, how you can hire this guy. And it's just, for people that like train wrecks, that's what this series is. <laughs> you can't is. look away. You can't look away. I know the Pistol is very excited oh, about very this. very excited. I mean, Pistol can't wait to watch it. You know, he, 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 he told me, he says, you're going to be watching it? And I said, eh, I don't know. I I'm not real excited about it. Uh, because it really does put the town of Independence and the community college. The community college is just kind of, it's on, really, from what I understand, it's kind of on life support down there. They have two junior colleges, you know, in the, in, county. In the county, Coffeyville and, and Independence. kind of like McPherson. Yeah, and Coffeyville's Coffee, got a little bigger campus. Uh, Independence's campus is pretty small. Um, I don't know how many students Independence has now. It was about 450 when I went there. I think they're up to about six or 700 now. But they did, uh, Kiyoshi Harris did say, um, as bad as, <laughs> you know, as the last year's uh, last chance you made the school look out, it actually it brought a lot of money into the school, brought a lot of new students into the school. Yeah. Uh, they sold a lot of merchandise yeah. uh, for life. I don't have my Jason last- Brown is selling books. Yeah. Yeah. Jason Brown. I, somebody told me he's going to be a motivational speaker. I don't know if, unless you want to hear how know, to get to prison. Yeah. If, unless you want to hear a litany of F bombs and, and other, you know, swear words. Now I will say this, Steve, in his defense, I think that you and I are in the group where, him pulling you off into the corner and screaming at you and throwing every word in the in the bad book at you, every bad word you can think of, and trying to motivate you is not going to motivate you or I. No. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, I've but been... But there are people that that type of motivation works for them. Yeah. And it's not me. I've never responded very well to that. You can you could walk into my office and, and tell me, hey, that story you wrote, that, that, that thing you did, oh, it was just terrible. You got to yeah. be better than that. I've done that already. And, and I would respond to that a whole lot better than you flying in, slamming open the door and saying, listen, you idiot, this is the worst thing you've ever done. I'm going to fire you. I, I wouldn't and, do well And you know, that. I worked at the Independence Reporter uh, two and a half years growing up. I, I worked while I was going to junior college. I, I, I wrote like for about 20 hours. I worked for about 20 hours a week. And I always wonder how I would have, because see, I covered Juco football at Independence. And I always wondered how I would have reacted to working with Jason Brown. I, I, you know, I've been around so long, you know, I've seen just about everything. I've encountered about every kind of coach imaginable, good coaches, bad coaches. You know, I just wonder how, I mean, I don't, he, he probably, his bullying wouldn't have gone over big with me. 
No. And and I would have just laid out my ground rules and say, my here's here's my guess. My guess is I would have never interviewed him. I, everything would have had to come through the sports information department. Yeah. Because I don't think I mean I'm not going to sit there and be badgered by a football coach. I've never been badgered by a football coach. I've always had great relations with all coaches I've ever had, except for one, Ooh. McPherson High football coach who was here for less than a semester, and the school saw the error of its ways, and he was gone before Christmas that year. He said, I can't work with that, that was guy very, at Sentinel, man. That was very early in my career. That was in like 1983 or 82. I think it was the fall of 83. And uh, uh, that coach was gone. Other than that, I have never had a problem with a single coach. Uh, you know, I've dealt with college coaches here. Wonderful people I've dealt here from, you know, at McPherson College, my first – Three, my first three years here, I had three different coaches. Right. So you know, uh, they kind of went through a bunch of coaches, and but you know, I've had a great rapport with coaches here. Well, Steve, I've got some breaking news for you. Okay. So before we say this, I need to disclose a little information for our listeners. We are recording this a little bit early today, right? Because I went over to the rodeo to be with. Not, not the rodeo, the McPherson County Fair with Mark. So I was over there this morning, and then I had to leave immediately from there to go to Kansas City for a wedding that I will be officiating this weekend. Yeah, and I still wonder how you're pulling that one. We'll off. talk about that here in a minute, but big news. Okay. If I told you that there was big news that just broke regarding the Kansas City Chiefs, what would be your first thought? Tyreek Hill is suspended. From Adam Schefter, and here we are at 9.15 this morning, so something could change in the next three hours, but, quote, Adam Schefter, the NFL will not discipline Chiefs wide receiver Tyreek Hill, who is accused of assaulting his son. The league could not find evidence that he did, and it will leave open the case if further evidence emerges, but Tyreek Hill is free to report to camp, practice, and play this season. And, you know, I trust Adam Schefter. Because he is very reliable. I mean, he he really is good. Well, this was an NFL statement. Yeah. And my guess is, I think to save face, you might see the Chiefs suspend him for like the first game or first two games. I still think they'll do something to him. Um, if they don't, I understand because the NFL has been doing a really intense investigation. And there really is not a lot of evidence other than what was the broken arm. There's that, and, and then they've and, got and, and all we, this audio of him saying some pretty hurtful things and we to don't, his and, and, former fiance. And his former fiance, I mean, how credible is she really? It's kind of hard. It's, it's hard she, to find any credibility she's not credible. in either of neither, them. Yeah, neither of them are credible. So this is going to be, you know, if Tyreek Hill does not face any kind of suspension, the chief season just uh, swung in a different direction because – you get Tyreek Hill with a second-year starter, Patrick Mahomes, there's no telling what kind of numbers they'll put up. Isn't it crazy to hear this, though? Because yeah. if you would have said this two months ago, oh, I didn't think Tyreek three months Hill, ago. I didn't think two months ago Tyreek Hill would play another down with the Chiefs. I, really I didn't, didn't really either. But I know that more evidence has come out in the last week or two, and a lot of it is Tyreek Hill saying, look, I've never done any of this. And I know that when it comes to criminal behavior – Sometimes people lie. Not just sometimes, a lot of times people lie. But this case in particular is just so polarizing because we really don't know anything that happened. And when you go back to the Oklahoma State case of him pushing the same woman down the stairs while she was pregnant, while he was playing at Oklahoma State, 
allegedly, I guess, but we don't really know what happened there either. But we don't know anything. But it just seems like he gets himself in the situations. Either way, he's in a bad spot a lot of the time. Yeah, he just doesn't seem he just can't seem to, you know, go about his life without some alleged incident. My dad used to give me advice on things like that, and he said, you know, there's going to be times in your life where you're going to be hanging out with people or you're going to be doing something, and you aren't doing anything wrong. But if the people that are around you are doing something wrong, then you're going to get lumped into that group. Let's say go to a high school party where there's alcohol being served. You might not be drinking, and you might be over there in the corner just hanging out with your friends, but if the police show up, and you've got a cup in your hand, they're going to assume something. So I think that's something that a lot of these NFL players could begin to think about a little bit more, or any sort of athlete, that you just have to continue to put yourself in better situations. And one thing that I think has been true for Tyreek Hill and for Kareem Hunt, which more things continue to come out about him too, they just haven't been in good positions recently. Yeah, Kareem Hunt... Uh, there was a, another incident that happened like a week ago where yeah, he got in some fight or he, somebody came up and pushed him. He's been involved in a couple alleged incidents since he's been cut from the Chiefs. Uh, how many games has he suspended? I believe eight. Eight. So, actually, you know, if Cleveland can get off to a decent start. And then they say, bring him in. Say and five and three and he yeah. comes in with fresh legs. Man. Man. I tell you, Baker Mayfield has got some weapons at his disposal. Don't forget about OBJ. I am not sold on the Cleveland Browns yet because they're the Browns and they always find a way to screw things up. They have a new coach, uh, Freddie, I think it's Freddie Kitchens is the new coach. He was the quarterback coach for Baker Mayfield. And I'm not sold on Baker Mayfield yet. He had a few, he had, Steve's putting the hammer down on the Browns. He had a few good games, you know, during the second half of the season, but he also had some games early where he threw for like 85 yards, you know, 90 yards. But, I just think everyone's kind of elevating Cleveland before they've really proved their worth. All right, Steve, let's take our first break. We will hopefully have some more time next week to talk about this Tyreek Hill situation as, as more information begins to come out. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll do some Friday trivia. How does that sound? That sounds good. We'll see if I can beat you. Okay. All right, we'll do that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. We're back on this afternoon supporting to Jim, 96.7 FM KBBE. It is time for some Friday trivia, Steve. Are you saying TGIF? Are you feeling good about Friday? I'll tell you, after the, the heat we've had this week, I just hope that the uh, weekend cools down a little bit because it has just been blistering hot to uh, the entire week. Well, Steve, are you feeling optimistic about your trivia here today? Do you, do you feel good? About my questions or receiving the trivia? Uh, well, about receiving, of course. I haven't felt good for a long time. I'm just not as sharp as I used to be, but I like the questions I have today. I've kind of mixed it up a little bit. Okay, you're, you're, you're mixing it all up. Mm-hmm. I want you to start 
by mixing it up and giving me the first question. And my first question is, which of the four majors has Phil Mickelson never won? Let's see. I know that he has won the Open Championship. I think he did it in 2013. I know he's won that one. Mm -hmm. I would like to think that he has won a U.S. Open as well. I'm trying to trying to rack my brain. I, I don't know about the PGA, and I I feel like he's won the Masters because he had that shot in, in the pine straw on, what is it, 14 or 13, where he whipped it through there with the low iron. And I'll just say he won that tournament, and he had a vertical. You could take a piece of paper. That's right. He, he jumped he, up he in the, the air. Jump. Yeah, he jumped. Well, he allegedly jumped. I don't know if you could even call it a jump. It wasn't much of a jump. So I know that he has won the Masters, and I know that he has won the Open. I think it is the U.S. Open that he has never won. Am I right? You are correct. Yes. What but a good day. How good many? Start. How many times has he been runner-up, though? Oh, it's got to be like four or five. Try six. Oh, tough times for lefty. Yeah. All right, Steve. Your next question. Your first question is your friend Christian Yelich. Okay. Of the Milwaukee Brewers. Yeah. He's having a terrific season. Yeah. I don't know if you got to see him last year when you went up and watched I the did. Brewers. Was he playing that he day? He was playing that day. Well, he's having a terrific season. Fantastic. He has 34 home runs, and he has stolen 23 bases. Now, I don't know if you know about this elite club. I don't know if you're elite enough to get into this club, but he is approaching the 40-40 club, okay. which is a very elite club. Okay. 40 home runs, 40 stolen bases in a season. It has only been done four other times in the history of baseball. Can you give me three of the four that have done it? And they're all within the last 31 years. I'll say Bobby Bond or Barry or Bobby Bonds. Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds. That is correct. In 1996, 42 home runs, 40 stolen I bases. I want to say, and this is really weird, but Jose Canseco. Jose Canseco, 1988, 42 home runs, 40 stolen bases. And you said it's been within the last 31 years. I was going to say. You have picked the two, that the first two. Okay. So there are two more that are from 1998 until now. Okay, see, I was going to go Willie Mays. I thought one Willie... of them is a very high-profile player who has hit a lot of home runs, and one of them I don't think you would guess. I'm going to say Mike Trout. No. Okay. Uh, I'll give you one more guess. How about Cesar Cedeno from the Houston Astros? He, no, he, not a very good guess, he, Steve. He came close. I know he came close one time. Alex Rodriguez in 1998, okay. which he still would have been on the Mariners at okay. that point. 42 home runs, 46 stolen bases. Okay. And then in 2006, Alfonso Soriano I with 46 and 41. I would have never guessed that. He And, you know, he was a skinny guy. He was God, about he 100. He had some power, though. Yeah, he, he, he he'd just, pull those pants up and he'd have the he high could whip, socks. He could whip that bat around. I mean, uh, boy, there's a guy who was like a comet. He came, he saw, he conquered, he left. He didn't last very long in, in, in baseball. He had a couple good years, and then he really kind of flamed out. All right, Steve, I'm ready. I'm, well, I'm on a hot streak. Well, I'm back to Phil. Okay, lefty. Speaking of Phil, how many majors has he won total? So I know he won that one Masters. I know he has won an Open Championship, but I don't remember if he's won more than one. The U.S. Open, he has not won. I'd like to think maybe the PGA he's won once or twice. So I'm going to say five. You are correct. Look at that, Steve. Man, you're on fire was, today. Were there two Masters in there? I think there were two Masters. Or, or yeah, two Masters were in there. And then Man, I'm feeling good. Yeah, you're on two fire. Two for two. I know my you're lefty. On, yeah, you know, he would give me a big thumbs oh, up. Oh, yeah, with me. that cheesy grin. Yeah. All right, Steve, your next question. Okay. 
This is going back to golf as well, and I would be surprised if you do really well with this, but I think okay. you can do it. Okay. So there are 36 golfers oh my God. that have won exactly two majors in their career. Not more than two, not less than two, exactly two. And one of those is my good personal friend, John Daly, famously known for his smoking and drinking and goofy pants. Right. And he won his two in 91 and 95. Since then... There are eight golfers who have won two majors. Just two. Can you name me three of them? On this list, you would know all of these names. There's no sneaky yeah. people. Yeah. Since what year? Since 95. Okay, that ruled out Andy North because Andy North won two it's U.S. not Andy North. He won two U.S. Opens, and that's all he ever won. Oh, my gosh. That's, uh, that's really hard. Um, two majors. Because a lot of the high-profile guys have won three. Yeah. A, a lot of the ones that you would think, you know, Jordan Spieth. I think Dustin Johnson has won three if, okay. if, or, or one. I'll say uh, Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas is no. Okay, he's only won one then. One of them is a big left-handed guy. A big... <laughs> well, he's not big, but he hits the ball a long way. Okay, uh, left-handed guy. There's not very many left-handed guys. Bubba. Bubba Watson, he has yep. won two. Okay. Two Masters, 2012, okay, I'm, I'm going to need hints. I'll need hints on this. One guy, I think he's German. He's kind of fallen off the earth since he won. Okay. German player, Martin Keimer. Martin Keimer, yeah. the 2010 PGA, okay. which was at Whistling Straits, wasn't it? I believe so. The one so. where Dustin Johnson grounded his club in the yeah, bunker. And I, of course, went up and looked at the spot where Dustin Johnson grounded his did. club when I was at Whistling Straits. And in Dustin's defense... I mean, it didn't look like it doesn't look like a hazard up there. All right, the most recent one won the 2015 Open Championship. Always wears sunglasses. Okay, always wear. They're always some sort of glasses. Okay. Ah, oh, boy, some. He's not really very good right now. He's not very good right now, but he always wears sunglasses. I'll give it to you. This was tough. Zach Johnson. Zach Johnson, I guess I never even... He's won two, the 07 Masters and the 15 okay. Open. All right. Also, Angel Cabrera. Ooh. Retief Goosen. Okay. Jose Maria Olazabal. Olathabal. Olathabal. Mark O'Mara. And Lee Jansen. Oh, I would have never... I it, it, it's elite company. It there, is elite Steve. company. All right, Steve, that was a tough one. I'm ready. Okay. In the history of the Kansas City Royals, this pitcher has most wins in a season. Who is Ooh. it and how many? Most wins in a season. Well, I, I wouldn't think it would be more than like 25. I would think it would probably be like in the 22 range. Can I just go ahead and, and say Brett Saberhagen with got, like 22? You got Saberhagen and you were one off. He had 23. I was close. That was a good guess, Steve. Yeah, real good Will you guess. give me some credit for that? I, I will give you You'll credit. You'll give me credit. All right, Steve, this one might be tough for you as well, but I feel confident that you will do okay with this. So Bubba Starling became the 20th Royals player who is what they would consider to be a local kid to come from a Kansas City Metro High School to make the big league team and play for the Royals. Can you give me three other guys that are from the Kansas City area? And the Kansas City area extends to like Topeka mm -hmm. and not that far east of Kansas City. From the Kansas City area that have pitched or played for the Royals. Well, Frank White, I know, was from the Kansas City Frank area. Frank White, I believe he went to Lincoln High School. Okay. Um, oh, who was the guy that... Uh, there are a few recent ones. Yeah. Who was the guy? 
Skoglin? Was it no? It wasn't Eric Skoglin, was it? No. You're thinking of the right time. Jason Adams. Jason Adams from yeah, Blue Valley yeah. Northwest. I was trying to I was trying to remember. It was I remember it was a pitcher. All right, give me one more. Oh. There are several that I know that are sitting there for you. Well, gosh, I'm trying to. I, I don't know. Give me a hint. How about very good Jesuit high school in Kansas City, Rockhurst, a real famous one from Rockhurst. Ended up pitching for the Yankees. Ended up pitching for the Yankees. Gosh, I don't know. How about David Cohn? Oh, okay. How about Royals All-Star in like 2011? One-year wonder. Went to Missouri. Aaron Crow. He went to Washburn Rural. Oh, okay. All right. Then you have guys like, let's see. I'm trying to think of these ones that you would know. You have Jason Adam. How about Brian McRae from Blue Springs High School? I didn't realize there's he... a, There's a few of them that, that you would have named. I've got a big list. Mike Morin. Shawnee Mission South. Yeah, I there, there's a decent sized list of them, okay. twenty of them. Okay. But I'll, I'll give you credit; you did well, Steve. Okay, all right, hit me. The Oklahoma Sooners have had seven Heisman Trophy Ooh. winners. Can you name four of them? Well, I'm going to start off with the most recent. Two of them are layups. Most recent, Kyler Murray. Right. Then let's go Sam Bradford. Okay. Then let's go Jason White, which I think was O three okay. or O four. So I've got three. Mm-hmm. Then it's where things get interesting, and there's going to be one in the 70s. There's going to be a running back that I just can't think of his name. There's probably a few from the 50s. You're missing an obvious one, though. That's why I thought you'd get this question. Sam Bradford, Jason White, Kyler Murray. Oh, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. I don't know how I didn't think of Baker. Now That was pretty good. One of these I thought you'd get for sure played for the Detroit Lions. Barbecue. He has barbecue. We ate at barbecue one time with Oh, Billy Billy Sims. Billy Sims. Yeah. Now almost said Billy Ray. This guy carried the ball about fifty five times a game when he was there. Wishbone offense? Don't yeah. know. Steve Owens. Oh yeah, Steve Owens. Yeah, and big, would, big fan. Billy Vessels was the first famous OU Probably football. Probably like in the fifties. Yeah. So yeah, you got you got four I of them. I did well. Yeah. All right. Yesterday, July eighteenth, it was the twenty year anniversary of David Cohn's perfect game. I, this is how I wanted to tie this in, but you couldn't think of David okay. Cohn. He did it against the Expos. It was caught by Joe Girardi. You know, one, one of the really good, perfect games that stands out to people. Since then, there have been seven perfect games, and none of them have happened since August of 2012. So from 1999 to 2012, there were seven. Can you name me three? There's a guy named Phil... You're from on the Chicago it. White Sox, but his last name escapes me. He was actually well, okay. So Philip Humber. Humber, Humber. Okay, you got it. I was gonna say Humvee. That, I was thinking Humvee. Humvee. No, so you and, got that. And one. how far? How many years back does this it, go? It's between 1999 and 2012. How about El Presidente Dennis Martinez for the Expos? He pitched a perfect game. Not in this time frame. Okay. Um, There's one of these guys that is a Hall of Famer. Okay, I want to say somebody from the Angels pitched a perfect game. There is a oh, big, big Oakland, left hand. Dallas, uh, Dallas um, Braden pitched Dallas a perfect Braden game. Dallas Braden for the Ray or yeah. for the A's yeah. in front of twelve thousand two hundred eighty-eight. Allegedly people. twelve thousand. <laughs> so you got two. I got two. There's a real famous one with a big catch with the White Sox. There was one with a Hall of Fame left-handed pitcher. There's one How with about, a pitcher uh, who died Jack, recently. Jack Morris. No, it would be too late. Okay. Um, 
Chicago White Sox, Burley, Mark Burley. Mark Burley. Yeah. Remember Dwayne Wise? Yeah. He robbed a home run right. out in left center field. Exactly. You, you can, I can remember where I was watching that. How about Randy Johnson? Okay. 2004. Roy Halladay threw one oh, against yeah. the Marlins. Okay. You have Matt Cain for the San Francisco Giant. Giants. Yeah. And then Felix Hernandez. Did, the, did Matt there were Cain's, three in 2012. Did Matt Cain's come against the Cardinals for some reason? It came against the Astros. Well, at least it wasn't the Cardinals. Well, that was pretty good, Steve. I'm yeah. proud of you. Yeah. You did a good job Philip Humber, you, I'm sure you didn't think I'd get... I did not think you'd get Philip Humber. Yeah. But, but good for you. It was like about the only game he won his whole career. <laughs> I'm proud of you, Steve. Okay. All right, we'll wrap up today's show next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Ramping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. Steve, are you excited for a long weekend? You, you, you need some time to rest up. I do. I, it's we're, These are the dog days, and these are the days uh, before the, you know, the storm. This is the calm before the storm. That's right. Uh, working a little bit on the fall sports magazine. Man, you've been grinding I think I've already there. written about 11 stories. I just got Tyler Brown's Mcpherson High information on girls tennis he's high on his team not the, the tyler season. brown that won the home run derby for the pipeline that's right I was, night. and i was at the home run derby last night really great turnout nice to see so many kids out there they're out there flagging you know shagging fly balls and man they had to avoid some real ropes there were yeah. some balls that were hit hard on the line but uh pipeliners of course if you go to midkansasonline.com you can read about the pipeliners playoff schedule coming up they open tomorrow night down in augusta they'll play the hayes larks if they win, they play, I think, 7 o'clock Sunday. If they lose, 4 o'clock. Right. Wellington and Dodge City are the other two teams in this four-team tournament. The two champions of the divisions are playing a two out of three. The two champions end up being the Kansas Cannons out of Augusta. And then uh, Liberal outlasted Hayes. Hayes led that West Division all year, and Liberal caught them at the end. And I think they end up tied, and Liberal had the tiebreaker. So um, playoffs will be underway. Pipeliners will... Find out this weekend if their season's over or if it continues. Let's hope it continues on to the NBC National Tournament. Steve, you know what the biggest story of the weekend is, right? Your wedding. Well, it's not my wedding. I mean, the wedding that you're officiating. So, friend of the show, Eli. Eli. He, he is a loyal listener. Cyclone fan. He is a big Iowa State Cyclone fan. And about a year ago, him and his soon-to-be wife, Sarah, they reached out to me and said, Hey, would you be interested in officiating our wedding? And I said... Sure. I don't think I knew what I was getting myself into, Yeah. but here we are. It is this weekend, downtown Kansas City, and I'm very excited. Oh, I'm sure you even got a haircut? I did get my haircut. Yeah, Heather. I've got a pretty good tan going right he- now. Heather took oh, care of you. Heather always she, takes she care of me. She got your dew quaffed real well, good. When, when I get over to Galva, that, that's the place where my hair really sits well. Oh, yeah. It's the right humidity over oh, there. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we're excited for a fun weekend. We've got all the rehearsal stuff and... Have you been to have you been in a wedding before where you have to go to the wedding rehearsal? Yes. So this time I'm very important at the wedding rehearsal when yeah. you're like the sixth best man. Yeah. You're not that important. Yeah. But I've got to be there because we've got to figure out where I'm gonna stand and when I'm going to talk. And oh yeah. 
I'm feeling good. How long are they expecting this wedding to last? I think it will be like between 20 and 30 minutes, Ooh. somewhere in that range. I've okay. really only got about 12-ish minutes of speaking okay. that I have to do. Okay. Do you have any advice for me? Speak from the heart. Speak from the heart. You can talk about your man, Eli. What Eli and Sarah mean to you. That's true. There you I can go. I can really talk about it. Eli's a big fan of the show. Oh, big fan. Now, Steve, here's a here's a question for you. Should I record some audio from the wedding and then be, we able to review it on Monday? Well, you can put a recorder in your, put have it on your phone or something in your pocket. Yeah. Can, Should I go. record some of it and then we can review the tape? Well, I'm sure there will be a tape of it somewhere. It'll probably go viral. I know Eli will be very excited to listen to this film review. Yeah. I don't know if they're going on Is their he nervous? honeymoon next week. Yeah, I think Eli has been pretty calm through uh-huh. all of this, yeah, and, and he's a pretty calm, go with the flow guy. Yeah, and both of them have been very calm about this. Yeah, he's he's been calm when he's come down here. I'll ask them and say, "Hey, do you want me to do this? Yeah, do do whatever you want. There do you whatever go. you think is there right." You go. I like having that that okay. faith put in me. And then they'll li- be living in Dodge City, correct? They'll be making the move out to Dodge City because yeah. Eli's going to coach the Conks baseball conquistadors coach. head ba- head baseball coach, right? Assistant assistant baseball coach at Dodge City. Okay, so it'll be a fun weekend. That's your only advice: speak from the heart. There you go. Everybody's been coming up and saying, "Is this the weekend that you're I'm sure Tra- I'm wedding? sure Tracy's got some good words for you. I don't know if Tracy has a lot of good words for me for officiating a <laughs> wedding. My mother has never done that, but I feel like but she she's could... probably been to weddings and well, you she's know, been with to the... plenty of weddings. Yeah, not me. It will certainly be a while before she attends what could be my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> but but who knows? Who knows? Steve, enjoy your weekend. I will. Wish me the best of luck. Yep. Wish Eli and Sarah the best of luck. I Tell do. them. I do. Best of luck to Eli and Sarah. Nice work. Yeah. All right, Steve. Next week on the show, we've got a ton planned. We have. A huge announcement to make at some point next week. Huge. Maybe yeah. Wednesday or Thursday. Okay. Yeah, I know oh, what it is. Huge yeah. announcement, Big announcement to make. Yeah. We'll wrap up today's show. For Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you on Monday. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Well, I